to Kids at Home. My name is Catherine and I'm very excited to be back with you again. How are you doing? Now some of you are going back to school this week and I can imagine you might be feeling excited or maybe a bit unsure or maybe a bit nervous. Now, did you know that you can tell God how you're feeling and he promises that he hears us and understands and that he will be with us. How amazing is that? In fact, that's exactly what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to pray for this as we start. Let's pray. Dear God, we praise you because you know and you understand exactly how each one of us is feeling right now. Thank you that we can be certain that you are with us no matter how we feel or where we are. Please help us to understand what you have to say to us from the Bible today. Amen. Now this week, we are going to carry on looking at what God said through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah chapters 52 and 53. Now, have you ever thought about what kind of job you'd like to have? A few weeks ago, the season class that I was with had some really cool ideas, like a professional gamer, and a dancer, and a rugby player, and someone who does illustrations for children's books. What are some of your ideas? What would be your dream job description? Now today, in our true story from the Bible, we have something about a job description of someone who Isaiah called God's servant. But before we get to that job description, we need to do a bit of a recap. So last week, we saw that Isaiah told a parable about a vineyard. And this vineyard was one that God planted and he cared for it and he protected it, but it only bore bad fruit. So, God promised to judge it by removing its protection and eventually it would die and become useless and become a wasteland. Now we saw that the vineyard was a picture of Israel and the parable was a warning that God was going to judge Israel because they were not treating God the way he should be treated. Now, if you read further in the Old Testament, we see that God did remove his protection from the Israelites and they were conquered and they were taken away into exile. Now, Isaiah 52 and 53 looks forward to a time when God promised to send a rescuer who would save his people, not only from exile, but forever. Now, if you were planning a rescue mission, a massive rescue mission, what kind of person would you want to have as your rescuer? I think I would want someone who is really strong and powerful and someone who people would like and want to follow and want to listen to. Maybe a superhero like Black Panther or Wonder Woman. Now, let's see the job description that Isaiah gives for 
the rescuer God was going to send on his rescue mission. Now, I'm going to use some pictures for this, but we're also going to do an action that matches with the description. So whenever you hear that word or that description, you can do that action, and I'll try and remember it as well. So Isaiah prophesied that this man wasn't going to be someone handsome or beautiful, and he wouldn't look like someone impressive. Hmm. He also wasn't going to be popular. So maybe we can do thumbs down. But he was going to be sinless. Now that means that he would never disobey God's laws. And he would always think and do and say what is right. And he would treat God in the right way. So for that, we can maybe do like a tick in the air. He was also going to be a substitute. Now that means that he would swap out and he would take the place of others and he would do what they couldn't do for themselves. It's kind of like a soccer player who comes onto the field to take the place of an injured player. And you know when they do the substitution, someone will hold up that board that says who's swapping with who. So when, when, when I say the word substitute, you're going to hold up your substitute board. He was also going to be willing. So he would put up his hand and he would volunteer to do this job because he wants to, not because he's forced to. And lastly, he would be victorious. So even though the whole world would treat him badly and he wouldn't be popular, and Isaiah even says that he would suffer and die, God would give him the victory. So you can maybe do like a big clap and a big cheer. So this was the job description of the rescuer that God promised to send. This rescuer was going to be a servant, a servant who would suffer for the people. Okay. Let's try it again with all the actions. Isaiah tells us that this rescuer wouldn't be attractive and people wouldn't like him or want to follow him. He would be sinless and wouldn't deserve to be punished. He would volunteer to be the substitute and God would punish him instead of us. And he would die as a substitute for people's sins, their bad fruit. And in the end, God would give him victory. Now, that might not be the kind of superhero rescuer that the Israelites would imagine, but that's the rescuer that we all need. The rescuer who is a servant. Because remember, boys and girls, it wasn't just the Israelites who had a problem of bad fruit. We do too. And the Bible calls this problem sin. So it's all the wrong things that we do and say and think and feel and the things that we should do but we don't do and when we don't treat God the way that he should be treated. That's all sin. And the Bible says the punishment for sin is death. 
So death is what we all deserve and there's nothing we can do about it. That's what we learned last week. But the Bible also tells us that God loves the world and he showed that by sending the servant to rescue us. Now, the servant rescuer came 700 years after Isaiah prophesied. So we need to skip forward 700 years. So I'm going to count to 700. And while I do that, you can stretch your arms and run on the spot or do some jumping jacks. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700. Okay, now if you know who the rescuer was, you can shout his name out. Jesus! Jesus is the rescuer. And Jesus is the servant that God promised Isaiah about. And we read about that all in the Gospels. So in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We read that God sent Jesus to come into the world where he wasn't popular and people hate him. And Jesus was totally innocent and sinless. He never did anything wrong. He didn't even tell a single lie. Now Jesus died willingly on the cross. He chose to die in our place as our substitute and be punished by God so that we don't have to be punished for our sin. Now that means that we can have peace with God and we can be friends with God. Now, after Jesus died, he was put in a rich man's tomb. But Jesus rose back to life after three days and later he went back into heaven where he is the king. So he has a victory over everything, including sin and death. So, boys and girls, can you see that the servant rescuer who Isaiah prophesied all these things about is Jesus. And it's only through him that our sin, our bad fruit, can be taken away. Now, all we have to do is ask him. Now, I have a really important question for you. The most important question. Have you given your sin over to Jesus to be your substitute? Have you ever asked him to do this for you? If you haven't, you can do it right now just by talking to him. I'm going to pray now. And if you would like to ask Jesus to take away your sins, you can pray along with me. I'm also going to say thank you because none of us deserve this amazing rescuer. But God still sent him because he loves us. So let's pray. Dear God, we know that our sin means that we deserve to die and there's nothing we can do to make ourselves better. Thank you so much for sending Jesus to be punished for our sin as our substitute. Please will you forgive me for my sin, all the wrong things that I think and feel and do and say, and for not treating you the way you should be treated. Please will you take that sin away and help me to live with you as my king. Amen. Well, it's been so good to have you with us here at Kids at Home today. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next week. Bye.